Bone Tav Nation. We are back. We are back. We are back. Fantasy football season is upon us. We just had our biggest draft of the year last year in the Show Me League. I am your host, Tav Pappy himself, baby. Dub C. Corey. <laughs> and I have my great co-host, my guys, man. We're missing one, but hey, we still have my boy, my favorite redhead, Riley Boy. What's good, brother? What up, what up, what up? Ready to Not talk much. some fantasy. Ooh. And then you are you guys can hear that voice in the background. We have the head honcho in the research development department. He knows more names than I know my kids. He know he knows like backup players better than I know my own kids' names. Is at sometimes I'm like, damn. But uh Cody Nicholas, what's up, dude? What's up, brother? Hey, hey, what is up, brother? I appreciate the introduction. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. How you doing? I'm great, man. man. It's actually pretty crazy. You guys feel like it's kind of football season right now? Does it feel like football season? <sighs> a little bit of yes and a little bit of no. It's kind of weird. My wife was asking me, like, we're doing those fantasy drafts of the week, and my wife's like, is football even going out? I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know, you're I right. try to feel weird, doesn't it? I try to ignore, ignore the noise about how people are like, oh, why are you Why are you even drafting in fantasy? Like, there's not even going to be a season. COVID's hitting back again this, this, uh, this fall slash winter. I'm trying to block out that noise. I'm just trying to enjoy the fact that we're able to draft or we're, we're able to get excited for the upcoming season. That's that's all you can really look forward to. I am, man. I agree with you yeah. all the way there. And let me tell you something. I don't want to hear any freaking excuses, man. I had to keep it PG-13. I wanted to cuss right there. But I don't want to hear any freaking excuses, Tab Nation, for, oh, COVID-19, I wasn't able to do this, I wasn't needed. No. If there's a season... You need to be putting out your A game every week and going out there and dominate. No excuses, man. No, no excuses. excuses. Absolutely none. none. We have your back. We're going to be researching things. If a player goes out last second, we'll have you. So there is no excuses this year, right? Absolutely. If, anything, if, if anything, you have more time to look into uh, fantasy football because I guarantee <laughs> you have nothing else to do. There is like you could try everything in your power to try to figure out what to do right now, and there's nothing <laughs> else to do but research. No. Yeah. Oh, big facts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, if you're in a league and you find yourself asking questions a lot, and you're constantly asking your your league mates or your buddies from outside and other leagues, and you're all like, oh, what do you think about this trade? Or you know, you constantly see yourself asking people this kind of stuff, or you're on Twitter posting different questions. I can highly recommend coming to the Angry Vets Fantasy Sports Discussions Facebook group, man. I can't recommend it enough. It's this is, We have this so is many knowledgeable minds and discussions and the threads that we have in there that go on are just great, man. There's the information that we get out of some of these. And we're hot, baby. We're running in that group again. We're taking off. We got deep, deep research going on, man. I, I am so excited to talk about some of the players I drafted. But we're going to start off with you guys. Obviously, yeah. we had the biggest draft of the season for us last weekend uh, in the Show Me Them TDs League. And, uh, man, it was a fun draft. Uh, we're going to start off with Riley's squad. And we're gonna, what we're going to do, guys, is we pretty much broken down the rosters this past weekend after we drafted the teams. But now with everybody able to sleep on the team and actually get to go in and research what they got, uh, we're going to break down top three players for each team. So we're starting off with Mr. Boyd. Sundays are for the Boyds. What you got, player? So are we doing top three players as in, uh, performance-wise or top three picks that we, we're, we're really happy that we have? Just top three picks you're happy to have. All right. All right, cool. So going into this draft, I had one 
very simple idea as far as what I wanted to do in this draft at the 10 spot. Um, I kind of was talking shit about it earlier, how I was going to force your hand and try to take a quarterback um, in the second round uh, because I knew you were coming back at the end of the second and beginning of the third. I didn't do that, though. Uh, I had some sort of weird uh, fantasy day draft or fantasy draft day. Uh, trying to then go through my body and decided to go Travis. Yeah, yeah, Travis. I decided to go Travis Kelsey in the second because I knew that there weren't a lot of people that were high on on drafting a quarterback at the end of the second or even beginning of the third, and I knew I was coming back around in the third. So I grabbed Travis Kelsey and was able to swing back around and grab Patrick Mahomes. And my Ooh. idea, be, my behind, my idea behind this was if I can get obviously a quarterback at the ten spot first round, I knew that was the plan going in. But I also wanted to get that that tier one uh, tight end and tier one quarterback to go along with it. And I feel like that would at the the rest of the draft, it really depends on how uh, well-rounded my team is. My yeah. third, my third pick wasn't even a pick. It was a waiver wire addition a couple days afterwards or a day oh. afterwards. It was my, my cuff Darrington Evans that wasn't even drafted off the board. I saw he was just chilling in the waiver wires. I, I had Derrick Henry picked him first round, but you know how big the guy is. The bigger you are, the farther, the, the harder you fall. Had to grab that cuff. Really, yeah. Really glad Evans has missed six straight practices. Mike Evans? No, Dar- uh, <laughs> Darrington Evans. I didn't oh, know. Darrington. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know about this. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean that's fine. I don't expect anything to happen to Derrick Henry, but. With a guy like Brett coming in and trying to swoop everybody's handcuff off the board. <laughs> handcuff I'm glad that I can sneak through and try to get mine. <laughs> That's what I'm going to name Brett from here on out. Handcuff Brett, man. For real. Because, <laughs> man, like, yeah, if everybody starts getting hurt, man, Brett's going to have the squad. But, I mean, that's a big if. <laughs> what we... So man, I love I love your team, uh, Riley. Uh, obviously, you, you did try to make... Forced my hand. You said you was going to draft uh, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson in the first or second round. And you didn't do that. And you still end up getting Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to let you know a little secret. I didn't have any intentions on taking a quarterback in the second or third. I already had my game plan made up. So <laughs> I either, way, did. either way, it didn't matter because I still got yeah. tro- Kelsey in the second and got Patty Mahomes in the third. So I mean, I'm, really chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah, I agree, bro. So, all right, I like your team, man. Uh, we're gonna move in. I got we have a quick question. Um, am I wrong for fading to be fading digs this year? Uh, Cody, since we're gonna get into your team, <laughs> I already see Roddy shaking his head. Cody, what's your thoughts, man? Um, Scott wants to know is he wrong for fading digs this year? Personally, I haven't been getting shares of digs where in the range where he's at. Um, I'd prefer to get him around later, but I'm not going to fault someone for taking him, you know? He's going into an offense where it's it's not um, too far off from the situation he was at um, in terms of volume. Mm -hmm. The Buffalo Bills don't really pass the ball the way, (laughs) you know, they're not like the Atlanta Falcons. You're not going to go get 680 passing attempts out of them. Mm -hmm. So um, it does limit his cap and volume for that category but he's an efficient wide receiver one of the best route runners in the game and something josh allen hasn't had is a receiver of his caliber so i'm it is really interesting to see these two and what they're going to do this season he's got upside and so fade or no fade what you got i've been fading because i personally don't like his value but i'm not gonna like i said i'm not gonna fault someone for taking him i don't think it's a horrible pick 
Raleigh, I see you were shaking your head. No, you don't feel like you should fade Stephon Diggs. You feel like he's going to have a big season? No, 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 no. So I was thinking the exact opposite, actually. Um, I don't think that Stephon Diggs is worth his value at his ADP. I feel like if you could swipe him up in the later rounds and he happens to still be there and everyone has the same idea that he's probably going to fall off going into this next season, then you might be sitting pretty because he might actually go off. You, you, you yeah. never know. You never know. Because he yeah. was in a similar situation with Minnesota where he had a, uh, a great wide receiver in Adam Thielen, goes over to Buffalo. Now he has another uh, breakout in John Brown. So, honestly, it could go either way. It really depends on Allen's it's, – it's, it's in Allen's hand. Absolutely. So, I feel like this is very fitting because I'm looking at Cody's team right now, and Cody's up. We're talking about his three players. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be one of your three players, but I've noticed that you do have Josh Allen as your starting QB. So, apparently you feel like yeah. Josh Allen's going to have a pretty good season. Yeah, and the thing that um, – what's actually funny about this is, like, I like to target, like, volume-based at the position. So, basically, if you're a running back, I want you to be in a system like Minnesota or New Orleans or Cleveland or somewhere that's going to run the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Or um, if you're a, a wide receiver, I want you in Atlanta. Or I mean, You get the gist. The, but yeah. as far as Josh Allen goes, he's going to give you rushing production out of it as well. He was he had more rushing attempts in the red zone last season than Devin Singletary did. Wow. Uh, so, this man has definitely got some touchdown upside with his legs and his arm. Um, he's also, he, I think he's one of those guys. I mean, I don't, I don't like this take. People call him that, that Lamar Jackson light, but I don't like that take. Um, I don't think their games are very, like, comparable. Well, hell no. <laughs> Just as it runs. That's how I, people I, on the Twitter sphere love calling this kid the Lamar Jackson light. I don't, what? I don't see all that. But he is going to get you some rushing, man, to go yes. along with that passing. And it's going to be very nice to have with, I think, what was it, nine? I think he had nine touchdowns last season with his legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at it. Yeah, he had nine touchdowns. He ra- he rushed for 510 yards in the season. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, those are excellent points to come and have during this week-to-week. Those will really give you an advantage, man. The thing you really need to look at with Josh Allen is his touchdown to interception radio ratio. It's looking like he was he went for 20 TDs and nine interceptions. The way I see it, he's probably looking around the same stats for next year. That's the way I look yeah. at it. Yeah, for, for Josh Allen, um, let's see, I have him projected out. AFC East. Where's my AFC projections? Josh Allen, I have projected out for 3,329 yards, 23 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 90 rushes for 540 yards, and seven touchdowns on the on the ground. Uh, pretty close to ESPN. I like that. I actually like yours better because that feels that feels about where Josh Allen is going to be at this season. <laughs> our um, boy, our boy Cody did it first. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Once again. We're coming at ESPN. We want, <laughs> we want those jobs, man. We want, we want all the smoke. Stuff in them. But anyways, n- not here or there with that. Um, I do like your I do like your prediction on Josh Allen. I don't know if Stefan Diggs is going to be the answer for the entire season. When it gets cold out oh, in yep. Buffalo, man, it's hard for those receivers, especially the fast receivers, to survive because mm-hmm. that um, you know that soft tissue injury is a thing in the cold, man. Soft yeah. tissue. Yeah, so 
I am concerned about uh, Stefan Diggs. I faded him. I was feeling good, but only in best balls. Uh, in best balls, I don't have to – and for those who don't know what best ball is, it's where you draft and you just sit and forget it. So I wouldn't have to deal with Stefan Diggs. I wouldn't have to keep wearing week by week, oh, is Stefan Diggs hurt or is he not hurt? You know, if he plays, he plays, he gets those points. If not, then we move on. Um, so, Cody, I was going to get back on your team, man. Uh, give us your top three players, brother. So my top three, um, honestly, probably just going to come from the top three rounds that I drafted. And um, I obviously went Alvin Kamara. We all know that he's got something going on hanging over his head right now, apparently. But uh, I expect that deal to get done. It's Breeze's last season, like I, I've iterated in the group and I've tweeted. It's I don't think it's any time to be playing games in this right now. This is our we got to go for it right here. This is. Mm-hmm. Go home, man. Go big or go home. So is it confirmed that Alvin is sitting out because of his contract? I have not heard anything confirmed that's okay. besides like some rumors around. There's Shannon. nothing. Yeah, there's there's nothing confirmed. Uh, people are really pointing at the the fact that he came out and said, "Hey, I'm sorry in advance for what's about to happen," and that's really blown yeah, up recently, especially because he's not showing up. Apparently, that was like two three months ago though. So it was like. It could be know. anything. It could be anything. It's, <laughs> what? It's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to think that there's so much that could that could go into what's going on right now. But at the end of the day, it, he's him not showing up is an unexcused absence. That's all so there is to it. He came yeah. out and straight apologized and said, "I'm sorry for what's about to happen." Yeah, yeah, he did. He did say that. Uh, yeah, it was like two, three months ago. I guess he tweeted or something. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it I guess it flew over everybody's head because I didn't hear about this until a couple of days ago. Yeah. Just like the whole um and sorry I'm not trying to uh cut your team off Cody but uh did you guys and I want to start a rumor on this first live chat man there is um Leonard Fournette uh no. a picture a couple months ago and it was like from uh from New Orleans to Philly. So I don't know, man. Maybe there's where there's smoke, there could be fire. Could we see <laughs> Leonard Fournette? No, 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 no. All right, so uh, go ahead with your team. Man. We don't want to go too far down the rumor mill, but go ahead. Um, so I actually was really, really happy. Um, I had the, I had the pick four out of a twelve-man PPR draft, and after I went Alvin Kamara at pick four, I got to come back around in the second round and get Chris Godwin. So that was very, very nice. I feel like I got two top five players at their position. And then come back around in the third, and I got my wide receiver, two and Kenny Galladay, who I feel is going to be another – I think Kenny Galladay's in for a, a top-10 wide receiver season. He is so smooth on the field. Watching his plays, bro, he's so smooth out there. He knows exactly what he's doing. And having Matthew Stafford back, if he comes about playing like he was at the beginning of last season, oh, this Kenny's in for a really good year. Are we, to, are we looking at Megatron numbers again or what? Oh, I can't go all that far. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Especially when you have, especially when you have a similar situation that Minnesota Buffalo and many other teams have out there. There's another good wide receiver uh, lining up on the opposite side in Marvin Jones Jr. So, but for a yeah. wide receiver too, I've been seeing guys nab up Kenny as a wide receiver one all off season. So I was, I was plenty excited to get him as my wide receiver too. Oh no, that's solid. That's solid for sure. Yeah. Um, I tried to get a nice balanced roster out of this draft. You know, um. Because after my run, my running back two in round four, I, I snagged up Jonathan Taylor. So with the upside on him, there also comes downside. I went and got Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you got Kareem Jonathan Hunt. Taylor before Kareem Hunt? 
Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 what? yeah, yeah. I let yeah. Yeah. Alone, man. Yeah, everyone did. I saw that too. And what? I also grabbed Mark Ingram. <laughs> for I saw that insurance. too. I think Mark Ingram's still going to tear it up at the beginning of the season. For uh, I do think J.K. Dobbins starts to cut into his workload going down the road. But uh, during that first month of the season, I still think he's going to be a baller. The number one player on your team that I love, 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 man, outside of Kareem Hunt, is this Cam Newton pig, bro. I was so frustrated you took him before me (laughs) because this man has been working his ass off in New England. He's got a big old chip on his shoulder with Bill Belichick. He's pissed pissed off. Hungry Cam is a monster, bro. (laughs) You guys guys even want to hear what I have Cam Newton projected for? It's kind of stupid. Let's hear it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Tab Tab wants to hear it. Yeah. All right, it's it's kind of stupid. I'm I, I'm very much. I'm going to say this. I'm very much higher on Cam Newton than the general public. <laughs> so I, I have Cam be. Newton completing 300 passing attempts. Um, well, completions off of 500 attempts. He's going to complete for 3,500 passing yards, 23 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He's going to rush the ball 104 times. 420 yards and five touchdowns. And honestly, he could run the ball more than 104 times with <laughs> all the with the running back situation as murky as it is in New England right now. Oh man, they have ah. You think it's murky? I mean, they have running backs for days. It feels like why <laughs> they have another Miller's stock of running backs. It seems like they just keep keep tossing people into that position. Miller's on pub. Michelle's banged up. Who knows what Michelle is even looking like? Damian Harris has been looking like a beast, a stud from what I've been hearing in camp. I wanted to get him, wasn't able to. So I loved him at Alabama. I, he he got more carries than Josh Jacobs at Alabama. So it was like <laughs> he started over Josh Jacobs, didn't he? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So what was your what was your completion uh, versus attempts for Cam Newton? Three hundred completions on five hundred attempts. All right. Well, I mean, that's pretty much similar to what they, what ESPN has for uh, his 2020 projected. They have him at 309, 496. Okay. So that's pretty similar. Cody, I swear you're, uh, you're, you're, you're dancing in some, in some dangerous boundaries with ESPN or no? <laughs> dangerous turf. No, they're trying to flirt with us. So, all right. <laughs> I guess so. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're flirting with us. Um, so I wanted to ask a question for you guys, um, coming into this season, man, there is so much uncertainty. There's a lot of people that don't know what's going on. Um, and everybody is pretty much trying to stay safe with their, their calls, man. Like people aren't trying to dabble off and say, oh yeah, I'm going to take this person because I feel like taking this person. Does that make sense? You know, everyone's pretty much just trying to, all right, well, ESPN or CBS is saying take this person, so I'm going to take this person at this spot. And I'm loving it because there's a lot of news that's going unlooked at because these uh, these analysts are too lazy. They don't want to go out there and do the research that we're trying to do. And um, one of those players that I'm really excited about, Tav Nation, listen, hear me out, because we're getting on my roster now, is DJ. There is so much information. Oh, yeah, there's so much information out there on DJ right now, man. And people are just overlooking it left and right. Um, 
they're going 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 all the way back to that trade for D Hop, and a lot of us were upset with the trade and like, what are they doing? Um, what's going on? I was one of those people like, you don't really trade your number one receiver for your young and up and coming quarterback. That's just something you don't do. Yeah. But the more and more I let time go, I kept looking into how they were gonna, how they planned on implementing DJ into the system, how they were gonna use DJ throughout the year, and I was reading more and more about how their coach, why he decided, uh, what's his name, really fast, guys? Can somebody? Bill O'Brien. Bill, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien. Thank you. Uh, why Bill O'Brien did what he did, and um, Bill O'Brien came straight out and he said on multiple occasions that they want to use DJ. The same way he was being used in 2016. And DJ took that and ran with it. And I mean, all offseason, this guy has been working out like a crazy man. And this guy's body is in stellar shape. Um, So a lot of people are sleeping on DJ. But I feel that when it's all said and done, DJ could possibly be a first-round talent that people are getting in the third. Some people are getting late, I mean, early fourth. So, guys, don't be afraid to uh, look at DJ this year. Go out there and grab him. He's still a super talent. He's still in great shape. He's going to put up some numbers. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? Um, Cody, Cody, go first. There, see, I was, there's been some months where I have taken DJ. It depends on my situation, really. There's some backs on the board that I like more than him around his range. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not completely dead set against drafting because like i do think he is in a lock for like at least 225 um rushes plus some receptions you know what i'm saying so he is going to be a workhorse and there's not a whole ton of workhorses out there so it's not the worst pick to try and grab dj up for the upside there's just a few guys around that range like i said that i kind of prefer to go with who's one of them do you have anyone on the top of your mind right now that you would rather have than dj I mean, isn't uh, isn't that kind of where like Gordon's going? Melvin Gordon. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the thing with what what what's going on here is that you picked DJ at the end of the second round. That's a little too high for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. why. I mean, you're talking. So now we're talking what? I mean, geez, you're talking Todd Gurley. The the, the like uh, the likes of like Joe Mixon. You know, if Kendrick yeah. Drake falls that far, maybe stuff things like that. Yeah, I see, those are some guys I might kind of want. Um, but as far as, like, just not, like, I, I'm not going to say I wouldn't draft him. It's just I wouldn't take him at the end of the second. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't willing to do what I do, man. And that's where it comes into fantasy football. It's so beautiful because you never know, you know. So yeah. the same way people are like, oh, there's there's other players around that time, that, that range that I would rather have. You don't know if DJ comes out and outscores those players by the end of the season. You know, so that's what I love about fantasy football, man. You just don't know. People See, the don't problem. Know you're, oh, go ahead. People no, go ahead. do not know. People don't know the history between you and DJ, though. That's what make it, makes it so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually, you're in love with DJ. You're in love with that guy, bro. <laughs> that's my dog, man. He, I mean, he's, he's, he's built player, like a linebacker. He's built like a linebacker, and he runs like a cat, man. And, I mean, besides the crazy injuries, like the the wrist injury, that they said that they only see those type of injuries in, like, professional wrestlers or something like that. And then you had – um, and then he had the one super injury that took him out that first year. But other than that, man, I mean, he's been good. So we'll see. Um, I went risky in the third round as well, and I took uh, Todd Gurley. 
So, I, I mean, I went running back heavy early. I, Chris McCaffrey, DJ, so, and Todd Gurley. I like that pick. That was the thing, though, is that uh, you you went them back-to-back, end of second, beginning of third at the at the one spot, and you really gave no n- nobody the opportunity to be like, oh, my God, you just picked David Johnson, because two seconds later, you ne- you now have Todd Gurley on your team as well. I'm, I had my mind made up <clears throat> going into the draft. If you guys let him fall to me, somebody else fall that I was actually— Nobody's <laughs> picking them in the second and third, bro. And, and that's what I'm saying. And y'all, at by the end of the season, you guys are going to be like, damn, we can't believe we let Todd Gurley and DJ fall. <laughs> well, oh, I sure hope so. I prayed for you. I prayed Here's for the you. thing. Corey's <laughs> got all the past running back ones from seasons past. He's got Christian I, McCaffrey because he took pick one. And then he got Todd Gurley and DJ. So it's like. And I'm telling you, baby. Bro, I'm telling you right now, and I'll say it. I'll say it. I said it during the draft. I'll say it again. He 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 built his team around the championship winning team about three years ago. His team would have been <laughs> phenomenal three years ago. We'll see. We'll see, man. This team's gonna blow up, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh shit." The only person I'm really worried about is Keenan Allen. Um, I'm not sure what he's gonna do as my receiver one, but um, I'm feeling I, good about DJ and Gurley. I'm high on Keenan Allen. I you absolutely are? love that guy. He he's he studies more than any wide receiver I know when it comes to route running. He has said it time and time again. He looks at everybody, everybody's game tapes and follows what they he's he's a student of the game. He said I that and he he's gonna continue to be a hard worker too. I love him as a wide receiver and his skill set. I hate his volume this year. Why's that? Uh yeah, quarterback. Tyrod's never thrown for more than like four hundred and thirty pass attempts and He's got Justin Herbert backing him up. Who's not going to throw for very many more. That's yeah, what I'm I mean. Saying. That's what it really comes down to. You got to have. You got to be that wide receiver that's going to put the quarterback like in your in, in the palm of your hands. You know, just you know, like D-Hop done so yeah. many years in a row, and all those other great receivers. You know, and that's why I'm looking at Keenan Allen. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, here's the thing. This is what I was looking at with Keenan Allen, and uh, all our other listeners can look at it the same way. Is with Keenan Allen, he's in the AFC West. Which, as we all know, if you want to compete in AFC West with KC in that division, you're going to have to throw the ball. You're going to have to put up some points. Um, Austin Eckler, we don't know if he can carry out an entire season as RB1. He's sort of on the smaller side. So, um, like I said, somebody has to get the ball in L.A. Uh, why not the number one receiver? So I will say good on you for drafting Chris Thompson. Ooh, that's like my favorite pick, man. That's why do you feel so good about Chris Thompson? It was a good pick, man, especially you foreseeing the events that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Saturday, we didn't know Fennet was going to get released, and now it looks even better. Mm-hmm. That value definitely went up, man. And I can't so, believe you guys. But what made you take Ryan after you took Watson? You know, it was your first bench pick instead of going some more flex appeal. Um, so the thing with Matt Ryan is the value, man. Um, there's going to be people that they're going to need a quarterback. And as we all know, Matt Ryan could put up some huge numbers in fantasy football. Uh, for the majority of last season, he was what the number one quarterback in fantasy all the way up until like midway through the season or something like that. Um, the guy puts up numbers. Deshaun Watson's going to put up numbers as well. But with Todd Gurley and uh, really coming back and looking strong today. Yeah, um, he's going to put up some huge numbers. Matt Ryan in that division is going to be a bloodbath in, uh, for offense, man. If they want to beat Tampa Bay, they're going to have to put up numbers. Uh, I'm projecting Carolina. They don't have a good defense, but they're going to have a great offense, I feel like. And uh, we all know 
you want, as Cody knows, your Saints are going to put up numbers as well. So, uh, so the problem I have with the Matt Ryan pick is you got him in the sixth round when you probably could have got him seventh or maybe even eighth round. That's the way I look at it. I mean, most quarterbacks, people that wait for quarterbacks for the later rounds are usually trying to stockpile and get as much depth in their lineup as possible. I still see I, – I think it might have been a reach at the sixth round. I don't say it's a bad pick. But what I'm saying is you could have got somebody more of value to you and rounded out your, your bench than Matt Ryan in, in the sixth. You're definitely not going to have to worry about quarterback all season. That's for sure. No, <laughs> you are not quarterback no, or running not. back. <laughs> Hopefully not quarterback or running back. Receivers, I am thin as hell at, man. But uh, Or tight ends, man. I, I can't believe you guys let Eric Ebron sit out there for so long. I don't know why he was just sitting there. I uh, woke Kelsey, up bro. this morning. I had Travis Kelsey. That's why. Yeah, I got two tight ends. There wasn't much I could do with that one. Got you. So uh, let's finish it with this, guys. Uh, who are your biggest sleepers on your team that you feel – could potentially take off this season and be a, a league winner for you. It has to be a sleeper, though, not somebody that was taken in the first five rounds. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. All right, I'll, I'll take this one first. I think J.K. Dobbins, and here's why. Not a lot of people are huge on J.K. Dobbins because they do have the veteran Mark Ingram there, and they do have the likes of Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. But – from what they've seen in training or in, in the camp, he has made phenomenal plays. He's been making highlight reel type plays, and he's been impressing as a wide receiver, as a receiver in training camp. So as the season go on, goes on, the first couple of weeks, obviously, he's not going to be very effective. They're not going to just automatically be like, all right, J.K. Dobbins, get out there now. No, it's going to take time. It's going to take patience. And that's one thing that I'm trying to work on my game in fantasy is work on my 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 patience. Because uh, I feel like that's my biggest weakness, but I feel like Dobbins is a very special player, and I feel like he could do a lot of damage in, in the in the backfield with the receiving game. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, I was texting you uh, last week when the new Madden came out, and I told you I got dropped off by uh, by Lamar Jackson and the Ravens when I was playing with the Vikings. And J.K. Dobbins had like three touchdowns on me in that game. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're on to something. <laughs> I see. I see something special in that kid. I'll tell you what. All right. Oh so yeah, it's there. So what about you, my man? Uh, one player on your roster that you feel could be a a league winner for you, a sleeper. I'm looking at him right now, actually. But I feel like I definitely <laughs> got two. I mean, we already kind of talked about one. We yeah. already talked about Cam. So I'm gonna leave. I'll, I'll leave Cam alone. Um, but. Honestly, my last pick, bro. No, well, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. I know that's who I kind of like looking at. But I got two other ones. Like, if Nick Chubb goes down, Kareem Hunt's going to be obviously huge. Mm-hmm. And then Brian Edwards, though, people are really, really sleeping on this kid. No, this he kid, is. He. This he kid's likely. Yeah. I think this kid's likely going to lead the Raiders wide receivers in snaps. Yep. He's going to play the X, and I. Bet you he out-targets Henry Ruggs this year. Not only Henry Ruggs, but uh, what's their what's their first uh, wide receiver one? Williams. Well, no, he's hurt. He's, he's gonna pass Tyrell uh, Williams on the day of dirt, man. No, what I'm what I'm saying is he he has the opportunity to become the wide receiver one in that offense very quick. Oh yeah, because yeah, Tyrell Williams is hurt, man. I think he has a shoulder injury or something. He's gonna try to play through it, but it's not very likely that he'll be able to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, man, great pick right there, Cody, man. Like I said, I, I'm telling you guys, Cody knows his stuff. Riley knows his stuff. But Cody knows these players that 
I don't even know my own kids' names as good as Cody knows some of these backup <laughs> yeah, yeah. players. Bro, They're household so. names to him. They're household yeah, names. Yeah, man. I mean, Cody Tony. Brian Edwards was the all-time leading receiver at South Carolina, some where Debo Samuel came out of. So, I mean, he's got some skills. <laughs> Yeah, six foot three, two hundred and twelve pounds, man. Uh, so yeah, guys, if you uh, if you can, if you have the roster spot, go and grab Brian Edwards. He could be a huge playmaker this season. He's going to be huge. He's going to be huge. I guarantee it. It's going to take some time, but like I said, a lot of people are very are going to be very impatient, especially with uh, rookies coming into the season. Be patient, mm-hmm. please. They will pan out for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, and one player that I feel on my roster that could be a game changer is another young receiver who's been getting a lot of credit in a uh, Pittsburgh camp is Chase Claypool, man. He's been making some big boy plays all preseason. Um, sorry, guys. Um, I haven't been hearing much about Juju this year. I know uh, they didn't offer him a contract uh, extension, which says a lot. So they, and apparently like Ben Roethlisberger loves Chase Claypool already. He's been going to him a lot in their uh, training camp. So I'm hoping he could uh, turn into an Antonio Brown for me and just take off. But uh, we'll see. I don't know if him or Juju will be that person. So Juju um, has Juju. Obviously, we've seen him thrive with Ben Roethlisberger at the helm. And then as soon as Ben is gone, he disappoints. Like Deontay Johnson was was the man for them last year. And while uh, Mason Rudolph was under the helm or anybody besides Roethlisberger. So it's clear to me that Juju needs Roethlisberger, and that's not a very good sign. You shouldn't be very dependent on your your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's it's a wide open position there. I, I totally agree with you. See, that's yeah. my um, hesitation to draft Juju this year. Is a lot of people are all over. Well, he had Mason Rudolph. He had Duck Hodges throwing him the ball last year. Um, he got double coverage because Antonio Brown left, and now Big Ben's coming back, so their volume's going to go through the roof again, and they're going to throw 650 passing attempts. So what about last year when Matthew Stafford was playing MVP football before he went down? And he goes down, and they got David Blau playing quarterback and Jeff Driscoll, and Kenny Galladay was still putting up top 10 wide receiver numbers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I said— right. It's your performance as a wide receiver level. Doesn't matter who your quarterback is at that point. Yeah, I was definitely big uh, on um, Juju coming in, and I just started hearing more and more about these rookie receivers more and more the season when or the off season went along, and I'm like, they're not mentioning Juju like Big Ben isn't. He, I haven't heard him mention Juju's name too much this off season. I've been hearing him talk about like Deontay Johnson and uh, Chase Claypool. So we'll see yeah. how it works out. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, look at DeAndre Hopkins, man. How many quarterbacks did this guy play with? It's still put up numbers every <laughs> yeah, yeah. freak year. Yeah. All right, guys. So uh, it's been a fantastic first fantasy football talk of the season. We're going to wrap it up. We went uh, five minutes over, man, but I expected nothing less from us because that's what we do. We love talking football. Uh, you guys got any closing remarks? Uh, we'll start with Riley. No, that's pretty much about it. I uh, got got through what I wanted to get through today. We gotta hit we gotta hit up some other people's teams though as we go on. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Cody, what you got, bro? Yeah, I mean, as always, you know, like I said, I can't stress that the Angry Vets fantasy football discussions more enough, man. On Facebook, it's great. We got so many knowledgeable knowledgeable minds in there. Um, you can hit me up at Cody from Tav on Twitter. I know Riley's on there at Asher Boyd. Um, so yeah, hit us up. 
Yeah, Salute. If you have any questions at all, if you have any questions at all, I do want to give a shout out to Raheem Oliver, who just named his probably the best fantasy football uh, team name I've ever seen. Fresh Prince of Edwards Hilaire. <laughs> Fresh Prince you, of Edwards Hilaire. Oh, no. That, that's that's hilarious, bro. Shout <laughs> man, out to Team Rob, man. That sounds. That's so, with that, guys, we're going to end it. I have a picture of a tight end that you guys might want to go snag. Darren Fells, he could have a big season at tight end this year. He oh. caught a lot of TDs before he got hurt. So, with that being said, guys, salute to all our troops. Salute to active duty reserve. Everyone in between, we love you guys, man. Keep doing what you're doing. If you guys are looking to start a broadcast or a podcast about anything, hit us up. We're going to help you guys out. That's what we do. We love helping our other vets and bringing them in. So, with that being said, I am your host, Dub C. Corey. And I have my boy, Riley, and my other guy, Cody. We yeah, out. Buddy. Salute. Holla, holla. All right.